Have you ever watched a movie and wondered why they cast that woman or that guy? Well, here's our chance to give it a try. We're repodcasting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Repodcasting. I'm Lucia, and joining me today is returning guest co-host Marita. Hi, Marita. Hello. Great to have you back. I'm so happy to be back. So I gave you some options of films that were just a running list I have, and you selected the 2004 film Taxi, starring Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Yes, I did. So what made you pick that movie? Well, I've always wanted to watch it, but it's just one of those movies that I just never have watched it because I really like Jimmy Fallon as a comedian, and I have seen some of his other movies, and so I was curious to watch this one. Okay. Now, this was on my list because I don't like Jimmy Fallon and wanted to recast him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't find him that funny, and I don't think he's a good actor. (laughs) I'll have you know... He is the only person that made Lauren Green laugh in his SNL audition. I'll have you know, he is partially responsible for people thinking Trump is not that bad and him getting elected. <laughs> what? Because he had him on his show and he was like, like when he was campaigning and he was like very playful with him and like, oh, cute. Let me touch your hair. And he like. He was trying to make fun of him. No, he was sucking up to him the way he sucks up to all his guests. No. It was gross. Anyway. Don't talk about Jimmy like that. (laughs) Anyway, I also had seen that the film had really, really low ratings. So I kind of remember when it came out, but it just didn't really like, it didn't interest me enough to ever give it a chance. Mm -hmm. But so I did watch it for this recording. It had a box office, uh, or sorry, it had a budget of $25 million, which I guess makes sense because it's an action movie. So there's a lot of like practical stuff and cars getting wrecked and things like that. Mm -hmm. Now it made 71.3 million worldwide. Mm. So I think that's decent. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) I'm surprised actually, because when I watched it, I thought it wasn't a very good movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One thing that I had no clue of though, is that it's a remake. Yeah. I didn't know that either. French movie. Yes. Also called Taxi. So the original was written by Luc Besson, who is like, he wrote The Fifth Element, La Femme Nikita, Leon the Professional. Like, he's legit. Yeah. I'm curious to watch that original movie. Just yeah, me to too. see if it's as, like, slapstick as this one is in some parts. Or if right. that's just Jimmy Fallon making it more kind of silly. And also, he's just, because he's not that good of an actor, even though I really like him as a comedian. But his acting skills take you out of the movie, I find. It's like... Yeah. He's playing the part instead of being the part. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's got Queen Latifah there doing great work. And Margaret is his mother. Isn't that her name? Yeah. Uh, And Margaret. Oh, I thought you said and Margaret. Oh, no, no. (laughs) And Margaret is playing his mother. Like it's there's good things there. And also the people who wrote the American screenplay, Tom Lennon and Robert Ben Garant, who they created the state and Reno 911. And like, I think they're wonderful. I like everything else they've done. I can't yeah. believe how much I did not like this movie. I know. I think I'm so sorry, Jimmy Fallon, but <laughs> I think you ruined the movie. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to recast him and try and improve this. Do you have a synopsis for the movie? Yes, I do. A feisty taxi driver has hot tips for an inept cop set on solving a string of NYC bank robberies committed by a quartet of female Brazilian bank robbers. 
I mean, come on with that synopsis. You'd think like, what a great movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with the like, not buddy cop, but what's it called? Like they're kind of opposites, like uh, odd couple with the odd couple Mm. dynamic of, you know, Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon. But yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon is ruining this movie. But it's also like, okay, fine. Even if you do think Jimmy Fallon is funny. Yeah. I don't know what's missing from this because also the writers are funny. So what happened? (laughs) I think when I watched it, I just kept going, no, Jimmy, come on. (laughs) Because his acting skills, it's like you see that he's acting. Like, you know, Queen Latifah, you're watching her and you're like, you think you're watching a taxi driver talking to some inept cop. But you watch Jimmy Fallon's lines and it's like, you're watching Jimmy Fallon recite some lines that he memorized. And yeah, I just think, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Well, okay. So why don't we get into the recasting? Um, he's the only role that I recast. Me too, you. because okay. I thought Queen Latifah was amazing in yeah. this movie. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So for the character of Andy Washburn, played by Jimmy Fallon, who did you decide to recast him with? Okay. So this character, Andy Washburn, he's a cop who is not very good at his job, has serious phobias around driving, yeah. so is not a good driver, which is why a taxi driver becomes involved in this storyline, because he can't drive himself. And he's also, like, he's got his chief is his ex-girlfriend. So is she, though? Yes. Because the to chief me, is his ex-girlfriend. To me, it sounds like he's like, oh, we had a thing. But she is constantly like, this no, moron won't leave us alone. No, no. She's his ex-girlfriend. I didn't get that from the movie, to be honest. I, okay. They did say it, but also if you read no, the synopsis on Wikipedia. Said it. Yeah. Okay. But it, she is. She is the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's supposed to be this guy who's like really like loser kind of guy right like he's lost everything in his life he lives with his mother and his mother's an alcoholic and it's just he's at one point he gets like was he fired or something from his job he's like demoted or something so it's got to be somebody who's like really like like a like he's losing in life everything is going badly but we're supposed to still love him Mm -hmm. you know we're supposed to be on his side and be cheering him on and so i was thinking who would be an actor that you would believe that's like yeah he's his life is really bad but i'm cheering him on and i want him to do well and i think jimmy fallon could have done it if he was just a better better yeah yeah but so i was thinking who would be really good at that and i thought jack black would play that perfectly because he is like Jack Black embodies that of like <laughs> you want him to succeed so badly and if he had had this role I think he would have killed it and I think his chemistry with Queen Latifah would have been way better I like not that yeah. Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah like they, their chemistry wasn't bad but I think it was all her to yeah. be honest and I think her and Jack Black would have killed it and yes. in 2004 Jack Black did a movie called Envy. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes, I love that movie. I own the DVD. Are you kidding? Okay, I've never seen it, but it sounds like the worst movie ever made. No, it's really it's really weird. The concept in synopsis it's is It's beyond weird. weird. I was reading the synopsis of it because I was like, oh, what was Jack Black doing in 2004? So I looked it up and I read the synopsis of Envy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I actually even 
read this to my husband because I was like, listen to this movie. It's so ridiculous. But and it takes good. all these crazy twists and turns. And I'm like, and then this happens. And then this happens. And I thought, Jack Black should not have done that movie. He should have done <laughs> Taxi. And yeah. it would have been better for him. So and just for, for anybody listening, uh, that movie is about Jack Black is like an inventor. Or, well, he's trying to be an inventor. He always has like something on the go. And his neighbor and friend, Ben Stiller, he's trying to like get him to invest in his entrepreneurial uh outings Mm -hmm. and so he creates something he's like oh yeah join me like i've got this new uh thing that gets rid of dog poop and the neighbor just is kind of like spray it on dog poop and it disappears yeah and he's like this guy's kind of a loser like he's i don't believe it that's not going to work so he doesn't and it works and he becomes a millionaire and he lives next door and he's like they start remodeling the house and like and ben stiller's just watching from across the way like jealously the whole time but yeah i think it's a good movie okay i'm gonna watch (laughs) it but it sounds ridiculous and i think he would have been better in taxi yeah but that's my that's my cast that's amazing casting i love that yeah that's absolutely perfect jack black is also a really good actor yes and very funny yes so i love 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 that i didn't go for like the loser kind of thing. But I I do like that. I mean, it makes sense. But I did go for somebody who can kind of play all kinds of different things. I mean, he's super talented. He can I've seen him do comedy. He's really good at drama. I think he can do a bit of everything. And that is Sam Rockwell. So okay, in 2003, he did Matchstick Men. He was in some movie called Piccadilly Gym in 2004. And then in 2005, he was in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I love that book. In that, yeah, in that movie, he's very, like, his character, don't think of that <laughs> for this. But he also, I don't know if you saw him in Charlie's Angels. No. Oh, I, I did watch that movie. Because he starts off being this total, like, loser, basically. And, like, the, the angels have to protect him because he's in danger. And he's kind of, like, goofy and dorky and can't do anything for himself. Mm. And then, spoiler alert for Charlie's Angels, he's the the bad guy. Yeah. But anyway, so thinking of him in that Charlie's Angels role, too, like, I Mm. really could picture him in this. But then also, I could just picture him having a proper character arc, which I don't buy Jimmy Fallon when he's like, okay, if I just sing this song, I can drive. And I don't know, he he doesn't sell any of it. Mm. And so I do think Sam Rockwell could sell it. Yeah. I feel like Sam Rockwell's too good looking because <laughs> this guy's like his life is falling apart. <laughs> good looking people can't have their no. life fall apart. <laughs> oh boy! Um, well, he you know, but he's a good actor for sure. In Charlie's Angels, I was watching and like, mm-hmm. who's this loser? And then he turns into the bad guy, and I'm like, he was good looking this whole time. Like what? I didn't know. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I have to yeah. watch that one. <laughs> but yeah, so that's who I thought could definitely do a better job. And I think the problem is, yeah, you need an actor in that role. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a host. He's a comedian. I know. He's lots so of different bad. things. He's yeah. not an actor. Yeah. <laughs> and that probably and was realized. one of his last movies. Yeah. I think he realized because he only did a few, and then uh, yeah. He stopped his acting career. Yeah. He's better as a host. Yeah. Now, this movie was Giselle Bunchen's debut. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. You know, when the movie started and uh, all the names were coming up of, like, who's in the movie, a bunch of 
Portuguese Brazilian names were coming up. So I was like, oh, it, like, what's going on with this movie? Are there Brazilian people in it? This and yeah, was... the, the whole bad guys were Brazilians. Yeah. Bad girls. Bad girls. Um, actually, this was not Jimmy Fallon's last movie oh. at all. Fever Pitch was after that. Ugh, which we recast. Go back and listen to that episode. I was supposed to be an extra in that movie, but I couldn't make it. Oh. Anyway, that's a <laughs> And then he did Dougal. I've never I don't know what that is. Oh, that's animated. Arthur and the Invisibles. That's animated. Factory too, Girl. The Year of Getting to Know Us. Whip It. I always wanted to watch that movie. I never have. Whip It's really good. He's not a star in that. He probably He's is like Johnny the Rocket. announcer or something. Yeah, exactly. And then another Arthur, then another Arthur, Bucky Larson. Get a lot of those, I think he has himself. very small roles. Ted 2 as himself, Jurassic yeah. World as himself, Gem and the Holograms as himself. My gosh. Pop star as himself. That's a funny movie. Yes. Have you watched that? Oh, it's so great. Funny. Dads as himself, Siempre Luis as himself, <laughs> The Stand-In as himself, Marry Me as himself, <laughs> and Spirited as himself. You know, that's actually really interesting. It's like... Hollywood realized you're better as yourself. Don't try to act. Don't try to be someone else. Because everyone looks at it and is like, that's just Jimmy Fallon. So, yeah, totally. I'm going to go through that list of movies and watch them because I bet they're good. Spirited is not good. No? No. And a handful of others you said there, I don't know if you want to waste your time on, but okay. (laughs) Popstar is good. Popstar is great. And Jurassic World. I haven't seen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, watch Bucky Larson and let me know. Not even Bucky Larson. Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, which is I think different? is a sequel to Bucky oh, Larson. Okay. I don't even know what Bucky Larson is. Watch it. Let me know if uh, it's good and if Jimmy Fallon's good at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on Bunch and still, though, uh, going backwards a bit, actually, she dubbed her own lines for the Brazilian-Portuguese release of the movie. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> Did you see the blooper of at the end of the movie? No. Like, if you keep watching the credits... Oh, no. They have bloopers. And, you know, the part where she takes the police chief and swaps the guy she's going to uh, have kid? the hostage? Yeah. Yeah, and she swaps him for the police chief. Yep. So she, like, has to pat her down to make sure she doesn't have a gun on her. Yeah. So Giselle, like, takes her, puts her against the car, and then smacks her ass. And then it was like, oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to do that. And she starts <laughs> laughing. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> When we first see the bank robbers and they leave and I think it's Giselle Bündchen who's driving and she takes off the hat and suddenly you realize it's a woman because she had like a fake mustache. I thought it was the police chief. And I was like, oh, Oh, they do look alike. They look too much alike. I was totally like, oh, my gosh, the police chief is the robber. Oh, that's funny. And then it kept going. And I was like, wait a second. She (laughs) looks like she's really trying to solve the crime. (laughs) It took me a little too long. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. But you know that. So in the movie... Queen Latifah, I forget her character's name because she's just Queen Latifah. She sees those four models leaving the airport. So she, the the movie starts with her getting her taxi license, driving a guy to the airport, Mm -hmm. and then she sees the four models leaving. Mm -hmm. And then we see those four models robbing the bank. (laughs) You didn't notice it was the same people? No. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I did catch that the guy with them was the same and that one of the women was the same. But I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. okay. (laughs) Because, yeah, I definitely didn't see four women at the beginning. Leaving the airport? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. I swear I only saw one. Okay. I guess I was looking on IMDb. I don't know. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that probably would have (laughs) helped. I thought it was really weird, like, interesting that the stunts... With yellow cabs and everything, like any of the driving stunts that happened in the movie were filmed in L.A., not New York. Oh, really? Yeah. 
but it did look I like New York. I did look up um, interesting facts today. I forgot. There were almost none. Usually I have like a page full yeah. and there was hardly oh. anything. If you go to like the trivia section on IMDb, it's almost empty. And then I went to Wikipedia hoping there was something there and there's just nothing. Oh. I, it feels like it was a movie that was just kind of swept under the rug and nobody wanted to talk about it or think about it anymore. Weird. Yeah. I know Roger Ebert gave it a really bad uh, yeah, review. it's a bad movie. Like, I know. It, it is. really is. As I was watching it, I thought um, if I, because I'd been meaning to watch it for years and years, but just never did. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was watching it, I thought if I didn't have to finish this for the repodcasting episode, yeah. I don't think I'd finish it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A friend told me the same thing when, like, we were watching a movie before I put on Taxi, and I was like, great, now I have to watch Taxi. And she's like, oh, boy, I made it through 20 minutes of that before I turned it off. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would have finished it either. But anyway, at least Queen Latifah was great. Yeah. But I would <laughs> definitely have finished it with Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, that that would be such a good movie. Oh, what a good casting. <laughs> um, okay, so the rating. So I've been kind of hinting at how uh, poorly this was received. On IMDb, it has a 27% from 27 wow. critics. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 9% <laughs> from 106 reviewers. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's it's just not a very good... It's just blah. I mean, there's so many scenes that you just roll your eyes. Yeah. And so that's the problem. One of my big things, and one of the big things that why I picked Sam Rockwell was the opening, Jimmy Fallon's opening scene, where he's doing a really... I would say probably offensive Cuban impersonation accent, whatever. Like, Yeah, you found it offensive. I thought it was supposed to come across like bad, like he's doing a bad Cuban accent. I disagree because the guys buy it for a little while until they don't. So mm-hmm. like we're trying to think that the these Cuban men are that stupid that they really thought he was Cuban. But even his partner, his cop partner says like, don't talk too much, like don't do too much. <laughs> because they know he's inept. At his accent, too, I thought. Anyway, maybe not. Um, Anyway, I I thought of uh, Sam Rockwell in that, and I feel like he could have done it in a way. Because to me, Jimmy Fallon is doing it in a way that it's like, ha, 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 funny Spanish accent, ha, ha, ha. Mm. Like an 80s joke, not a Mm. 2004 joke. Mm. And I feel like Sam Rockwell could have played it in a way where, like, it would, you would buy it that he's like even if he's an inept cop i i just i think it was too much Hmm. too broad for my tastes um okay well why don't we go on to our final segment hold me close young tony danza it's time for hold me close young tony danza the segment where we cast tony danza into one of the roles in this movie so where did you decide to put tony danza So I decided because I think most people who watch this movie would not watch past 20 minutes. (laughs) So I put Tony Danza in the role, I mean, in the role of the guy who gets into Queen Latifah's cab and says, if you can get me to the airport in 15 minutes, here's $100. Oh, my goodness. And then she does it. That's right. So I thought Tony Danza would kill in that role. At least everyone would see him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's great. I love that. I decided to cast him as the character's name is Agent Mullins, and he's the FBI agent who takes over the case. Uh, He's kind of a bland guy, and Tony Danza would have made it an interesting role. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to the actor who played him. Uh, His name is Christian Kane. (laughs) 
awesome. um, so Tony Danza. But he doesn't have too many lines, right? He takes over the case. Not but a then ton. He doesn't do much with the case, I, from what I remember. No, he's here and there. He yells at Jimmy Fallon. He's the reason Jimmy Fallon gets fired. Well, Jimmy Fallon's the reason Jimmy Fallon gets fired. But because he's taken off the case, yeah. but he keeps trying to do stuff, and then he screws yeah. up along yeah. the way. And so then that's why he gets fired. But it was yeah. that guy, basically, who was kind of leading the... He's leading the case. Okay. I barely remember him. I know there was some guy that takes over the case, so I mm-hmm. guess that's who it is. Because um, it was the chief who fires him. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Part of the reason that I picked it is because Tony Danza was in that Netflix show. It, was, it only lasted one season, where he's an ex-cop. Yeah, I saw that show. I forget what Him and called. Josh Groban. I liked that show a lot. I know. I was really sad that it didn't get Me picked too. up for a second season. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, so I thought, you know. Producers, if you're listening, bring that show back. <laughs> a reboot of this show that probably hardly anybody saw or remembers. The Good Cop. That's what it was called. Okay. Yeah. Canceled after one season. Oh. Yeah, it was good. I know. I liked, I it. liked it too. So uh, you thought he'd be a... A good cop. Yeah, because he, you saw him play a cop before. Exactly. <laughs> he did do well in that role, actually. For sure. He's believable as a cop. As a New York cop. Although I guess this guy's FBI, so he doesn't have to be New York. Oh, that's but right. Still. Yeah, that's okay. He still did a good job in that role. But um, nobody would have seen him. I know. Because they would have turned it <laughs> off before the FBI gets in. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Danza, I don't know if you've heard the latest gossip. John Stamos just came out with a memoir. And so he dated, yeah, he was, oh no, I can't believe I can't remember her name. He was dating someone and Tony Danza or John Stamos? John Stamos was dating someone. And according to her, they were done. They had broken up and he was like, still kind of like pining after her. And he went over to her house and I guess had a key and found her in bed with Tony Danza. (laughs) What? He put that in his book? He did. And so he is, like, creating this rivalry between him and Tony Danza. And Tony Danza's, like, not commenting because he's too classy for that. But Tony Danza must be way older than John Stamos, wouldn't he be? When was John Stamos born? I think Tony Danza was born in, like, 53, I want to say. John Stamos was born in 63. Oh, okay. I don't know that off the top of my head. I just Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) So 10 years. Okay. I guess it's not that bad. But he he married John Stamos, Rebecca. Romich. It was before he married Rebecca Romaine. Romaine, that's how you say her last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before nineteen ninety eight, this happened. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But I just love it. He's now gone on Stern talking about it, and like he's just ridiculous. But, John Stamos is ridiculous, not Tony Danza. <laughs> but so, why is Tony Danza not commenting on? Because he's too classy for that. What like. He wants to get in a beef at in but his is John 60s? Stamos still angry about it if it happens. That's what he makes it sound like. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I shouldn't have brought this up because we're recording months in advance, so now this is going to be very old news. Oh. <laughs> but I thought it was Remember pretty funny. way back when when the book first came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I just thought it was a huh. pretty funny story, and I just love when like young people are now talking about Tony Danza. Oh, he's still cool. Of course he is. He's great. Um, Okay, so I think that covers Taxi. I wish we had more to say about it, but it's just kind of a blah movie. Yeah, It's on Disney Plus if you really want to watch it. I don't think we've made it sound like you should watch it. You should watch it just to see and 
I think everyone listening should watch the movie mm -hmm. and then comment on this podcast to say if you think that Jimmy Fallon doesn't act very well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just say, like, do you think he did a good job? Do you think that you could see him, like, see him acting? I yeah. don't know how to word that properly or how to how to really say what I mean, but it's like there's certain people, certain actors who you watch them and they're so believable that you don't, like you forget that they're yeah. reciting a script. Yeah. But I think in this movie, it was like Jimmy Fallon was reciting a script. Mm -hmm. I thought what you were going to say is watch the movie and picture Jack Black in the role instead. <laughs> <Do that too. laughs> It'll definitely make it more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you so much, Rita, for joining me. Well, I have a little story about Jimmy Fallon. Ooh, okay. We have time. Please, yeah. kind of short. I went, let me think what year that was. It may have been 2018 or 2019. I went to New York City on a trip and to NBC Studios. And then I got to uh, sit at Jimmy Fallon's desk and oh. do like a little like, not it wasn't improv because there was a script, but like there was a teleprompter with a script and I was a host and oh, I had hilarious. guests and whatever. And I didn't know it was his desk until the very end where the teleprompter says, and just so everyone knows, this is the actual desk that Jimmy Fallon uses. And oh I was like, God. oh my God! <laughs> I really like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so, and they recorded it, no? Yeah. Is that in the video? You being like, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that's so, cool. I really like you, Jimmy Fallon. Sorry I recast you. And said <laughs> and all I these bad things. Desk. Sorry, is that all these bad things about your acting? I think he knows. Like you said, he uh, only played himself pretty much after that. Yeah. So, so we're okay there. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, next month, I'll be having on returning guest Kyle. We haven't seen Kyle in a while. Yay. but <laughs> uh, And we'll be recasting the producers, but not the original one, the one with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane, which is from 2000-something. So yeah, watch that movie and recast along with us. And we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.